0: Welcome to episode six of the professional jeweler podcast. Today, I'll be speaking with Stuart McDowell, retail director at Langs. We spoke about the retailer's 10 million pound investment plans, including the recently announced Cardiff showroom renovation. Before that, I'd just like to say that any industry companies who would like to advertise on the podcast should contact myself at sam.lewis at itppromedia.com. Dot com and now on with the interview yeah first question um how has business been for lands recently um i was wondering about sort of how things were heading into the pandemic and then how they've been since then as well
1: um, for, uh, for 2020 um we were in a, a really strong position um, and looking forward to celebrating our 180 years of trading um but obviously the, the the pandemic came along in the in the middle of that um it was uncharted territory like we've uh, like many people um not many have been through this in our lifetime um, or anything quite like it so Obviously, the joys of it were we had to react quickly, um, and we developed new strategies, um, we changed processes, um, and we just adapted quickly. Um, so that was that was the biggest challenge, I think, for for us. And um, whenever we reopened, um, we treated well. Um, people were wanting to get out, wanting to pick up things, wanting to purchase again, um, and uh, it was it started off quite strong. Uh, then the second lockdown came along. But the joys of the second lockdown for us, we um, we learned a lot through the first one. We knew what we were able to do, what we could do well, what we needed to change, um, and we kind of we felt something was going to come along, so we were better prepared for it. So we obviously were able to meet with our customers uh, virtually, like like this, like Zoom, um, offering click and collect, um, and just beefing up our, our online team to deal with more customer interaction via the website and online chats and things like that. So. The second uh, lockdown for us, we uh, we felt like we prevailed quite well out of the second lockdown because we were more prepared for it. Um, and yeah, I think the joys are going forward. This, uh, um, everybody is looking to the new normal, what is the new normal for everybody. But I think with us, we're looking further ahead. We're looking at all our expen- expansion and, and growth going forward, um, just to really just to push the brand forward, but also to create development for everybody who's on board with us at the moment.
0: Yeah, so you, you've kind of referred to what we're going to be talking about today there with uh, the expansion. You've um, you've announced that you're going to be expanding a few of your showrooms, um, and so yeah, I just wondered what sort of um, what spurred you to um, take on a sort of project like that. It's quite an ambitious, big project at a time like this.
1: Um, I, th- I think the the um, big thing for everybody is. I think it's just looking forward to to the future. Um, We all need uh, ambitious plans and things to move towards. Um, We have, as I said, we have fantastic teams in place, um, great members of the teams in the stores. And it's really just to provide development, um, really just so as everybody can uh, can move forward in the business um, and be part of the business. Um, Obviously, we see opportunities in it all as well. Um, And uh, I think it's... For us, it's just it's creating the legacy, um, just to be the leading independent luxury jeweler. Um, and I think with that, it's creating the customer experience that people deserve. It's um, different, um, and we can do that through expanding, um, expanding the showrooms, making them more, um, uh, making more uh, customer focused, um, and just giving people a better experience as they're in. And and, with um, us, sorry. Cool. now. Go. And with us, it was, again, um, we always work hand in hand with the brands that we do. So brands like Rolex, Patek, Philippe, um, really wanted to, well, Patek in particular, wanted a uh, um, experience and a visible uh, visibility in Cardiff. And for us, we're obviously the perfect partner for them. And um, we have been listening to our customers over these, really, since we we opened Cardiff. Um, and obviously, the demands are there with Patek and Rolex, and it's been able to facilitate the customers. Um they're the only plastic agent in in Wales, um, so it's uh, um, it's uh, really just making it more accessible to the the Welsh people. Mm.
0: And uh, yeah, there's been even outside of the um, sort of lockdown periods, even when shops have been open, there's been a real focus on e-commerce recently. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I feel that like your expansion plans sort of suggest that you think people are going to return sooner rather than later to high streets sort of in a big way is that right
1: yeah it is um i think uh, one of the big things with with retail in particular um it's part of a pastime isn't it um it's an escapism it's it's almost like uh, getting out for a meal um i do think that uh people will return to the high street will re- return in greater numbers than ever um and I do think they'll be selective of where they're going um, and the experiences that they're receiving in those locations. Um, but for us, the products that we sell um, quite often are not available online. Um, and also, we are part of the customer journey. We, uh, As a business, we'll experience everything from a birth through to a wedding. Um, and we, we're, we're on the journey with the customer, um, and I think we're point of contact with that as well. So... Customers like coming into the shop. They like building those relationships with the teams in store, and we try to become part of the family. So,
0: yeah. And uh, the the you've chosen Cardiff as the first store that's uh, that's going to be um, renovated. Was there a specific reason that Cardiff was first?
1: Um, I, I think Cardiff as a city. I love the city. Um, I don't know if you've been yourself, but it's, it's... well, I'm
0: from I'm from Cafilli, just up the road from Cardiff. Oh, are you?
1: Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, but it's it's beautiful. Um, I didn't appreciate it until I came into the business as much. Um, the uh, development that um, the city have put in there with the bay and all the rest of it, it's, it's really come on leaps and bounds, Cardiff. Um, and we see great potential in Cardiff. Um, I think for us, it's, as I say, we listen to our customers um, no matter where they're based. And with Cardiff, what they were asking for was what we're trying to provide them. So um, that was our... Our challenge with it but we see opportunity with it and Cardiff for us is a fantastic city uh, a vibrant city um, and a city that's going to come on leaps and bounds so um, for us it's uh, listening to our customers making sure that we're filling their needs but also it goes hand in hand with uh, fantastic developments within the city itself.
0: Yeah and uh, how is the renovation process going so far is there a sort of uh, reopening date for it?
1: So uh, yeah everything's underway at the moment um the the, the guys are in uh, continuing with the shop fit as we as, as we're kind of working through it um we'll plan the unveil in uh, autumn of this year um so everything is going to plan um and yeah we're we're ready to roll with it um the uh i think it's not just uh investment in Cardiff um we are investing throughout all the, the showrooms um at yeah. the moment Edinburgh Southampton and Cardiff Cardiff just is the first in the whole hmm. chain Um I think with uh, numbers wise we'll be looking at investing over £10 million across the, the whole group but Cardiff is the, the first step in that. Yeah and
0: off the top of my head you've got uh, yeah the one in Cardiff, uh, the one in Southampton is it? And yeah. was it one in, I want to say one in Glasgow, three in Edinburgh,
1: is that right? Got three in Glasgow and one in Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: close way uh so yeah yeah are you uh are you renovating um all three in glasgow as well
1: so um we, well we're plans wise everything will come to light in due course is what they say um nothing has been confirmed yet we just have in our head what we're doing with it so all right, got you. light in due course and you guys will be the first to find out about it
0: i'll hold you to that <laughs> <laughs> um
1: yes. and
0: uh yeah, the expansion plans most, like the press release that uh, you sent over, that was mostly to do with, um, yeah, just expanding the showrooms. But you also mentioned that the your team is going to grow by as much as um, 25%. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm imagining that must mean quite an increase to sort of square footage to the showrooms. Um, and I don't know if you're planning on expanding other parts of the business as well with that.
1: We are. Um, yeah. 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 Kind of nail on the head, really, in a way. I think, obviously, with the expansion in the stores, Cardiff's going to become three times its current size. So we will need um, more members of the team in in the store. But it's not just specific to hiring for uh, for retail. Um, we are a growing business in many ways. Um, I think one of the the big things that we see so much um, possibility and, uh, and development with is just. I think really keeping the tradition alive of jewellery um, and watchmaking as well. So for us, we it's not just about the, the growth in uh, numbers twenty five percent that we have stated. Isn't just going to be in retail staff. It is going to be across. We plan to hire up to twenty watchmakers in Glasgow and set up a, a watchmaking um, uh, facility in Glasgow as well. Um, and I think that uh, this filters through um, all locations that we're not just looking at what's visible on the on the shop floor. It's uh, visibility from behind. And I think that for us, there's reasons in that, and the reasons really are. It's I think for me, it's it's giving a, a different experience to customers, giving them something that's uh, that's uh, they deserve. Um, I also think that it's it's fueling for the future. Um, and as I said, a lot of our development plans are in regards to developing people, not just ourselves. Um, so it's safeguarding the future of uh, the artisans that are involved in watchmaking and our jewellery making. And, jewelry making. Um, and obviously we'll, we'll continue with training and um, we do we will send people out to uh, Antwerp for the jewellery and for uh, the Gem- Gemological Institute out there as well for training. But our focus has been on training with that and creating a training package to back up the, uh, the recruitment process as well. So um, the 25% is across all. Um, it's uh, behind the scenes as well. Um, and we will be bringing those behind the scenes a little more to the customer, um, which is what the customers, I think, uh, it's due. It's due. It's, uh, I think it's time that customers see the whole process of it, um, which is a good thing.
0: Yeah, that was sort of my next question. Is, uh, we've seen it with a couple of other um, retailers recently where, yeah, they've made it sort of, yeah, a little bit more. Like you say, you can see the behind the scenes process of everything. You can see the jewelry designers and watchmakers at work. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I just wanted to know sort of what inspired that decision, really. Um, yeah,
1: it, it, it's again listening to customers, um, listening to uh, what uh, I suppose it's with the questions we get, um, where things are, how things are made, um, and it, it just goes hand in hand with that. Where if we're sitting down designing a ring with a customer, which uh, we love to do, um, it's been able to facilitate them meeting the designer, meeting the jewellers who are going to work on the product as well um, and making that all accessible to the stores and making it within the, uh, creating it within the vicinity of the stores is obviously extremely important. So it just feed that customer journey. So the customer will know the person who's working on the piece of jewellery for them as well. So uh, again, just a, that kind of, um, I would say customer touchy-feely. So um, so it's it's hands-on from the customer. So they get to, get to feel the whole experience.
0: Yeah. And... Um... What about sort of the service and products and stuff like that that Lens offers? Are those going to change at all?
1: So um, service-wise, we will uh, continue to develop our service more than anything. We know that it's uh, a, a factor in regards to um, through the years. Um, Servicing-wise, It's uh, I think it's seen as a, um, a lesser of, of the retail. We know that servicing is a very important part of the customer journey um, and from ring sizes to what services and it's again just highlighting that and bringing it to the forefront of what we're doing as a, as a retail business but also as a, uh, a manufacturer and a repair business as well um, so services wise we will continue with the services that we offer but just making a better um, customer focused journey throughout those services mm. And yeah, pro- like products
0: as well, well, sort of with, with you bringing the, making it a little bit more um, with the behind the scenes stuff and stuff like that, and sort of expanding the size. I wonder if lands is going a little bit more high end, and I wonder if that will affect some of the products um, down the line that you might stock.
1: I think with everything, we obviously a concentration on design, and um, design is becoming a, an important factor of it. Um, high-end and um, what we do, we've always done high-end. I just think it hasn't been noticeable to all. Um, and I think with this process, it will highlight and bring it to the forefront. Okay. Um, just for high-end, it's it's for across the board. Um, so, um, But it's just re-emphasizing what we do and what we do currently.
0: Hmm. And uh, will there be any changes to Lang's e-commerce site along with the changes to the stores?
1: Uh, e- e-commerce has been one of the, I think, one of the big priorities of the business. Um, it was a priority before COVID came along. Um, we have a lot of changing, um, a lot of recruitment that we've done within our e-commerce site um, and also a lot of web development within our e-commerce site. Um, I think that, uh, generally speaking, the uh, there is products that we will need to obviously offer in store. Um, so while we continue to, Prioritize our e-commerce business. It's not the be all and all. The, the The whole goal for us is getting people in front of the product that they can sit and try on and, and feel. But that is not the neglect of the the web team. And um, we team's grown hand over fist over the last uh, year. Um, and uh, again being sorry, being able to envisage the customer journey from onset from that original inquiry that comes through on the website, um, hold their hand the whole way through the journey. Into the store, um, and then a repeat process. So um, we know that the development within the ed- uh, the e commerce team needs to continue, um, but we're not forgetting about our, our stores during that. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. Obviously, this is a, a massive project, um, and it seems like it seems from the outside, at least, that you're focusing on um, improving the stores that you've got at the moment, and maybe you're not thinking about getting any new showrooms at any point soon. Is that right?
1: I think for us, it's uh, we have an extremely good base of what we're based on, um, store-wise, location-wise, and it's just the right time to expand those. Uh, give people the space they need within them, um, give them the products that they need within them. Um, so obviously, there will be future plans, and again, we'll let those and um, we'll bring those to light in due course. But uh, as we're saying, our whole expansion is due within the premises that we have. We've got great locations right across the whole country, so. Perfect. All right. Thank you very much, Stuart. Thank you for that. Thank you very much. Thank
0: you. That was my interview with Stuart McDowell. For more episodes of the PJ Podcast, we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and other platforms, as well as our website, ProfessionalJeweler.com. To advertise, get in touch at sam.lewis at itppromedia.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time.